All right, welcome back to The Big Fight. And uh, in this section, I have the privilege of uh, interviewing Mr. P. Sainath, author of Everybody Loves a Good Drought. Uh, he's a journalist, columnist, author, and above all, Mr. Sainath, a celebrated human being. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you very much uh, for joining us in the studio. Uh, you're, of course, uh, known, remembered, and uh, appreciated for uh, your work and your comments on agrarian distress, uh, rural... Uh, India's real problems, uh, farmers' problems, uh, farmers' agitations and related issues. But your latest book, which I have in my hand right now, uh, this is the book. It's called The Last Heroes, Foot Soldiers of Indian Freedom. So I want to start by asking you, uh, what forced you to make this very uh, hard shift in public opinion that people know of you, of someone who comments on agrarian distress and farmers, uh, to talk about people who fought in the freedom struggle? Many things. But first and foremost, this book is also about the rural. All the 15 okay. heroes in it hmm. are... And one of the travesties of history writing hmm. is that most of us grow up thinking that the battles were all by these returning Oxbridge elites in Delhi, Mumbai, etc. All the great anti-colonial rebellions began in the villages. Mm. Yeah? And it began with farmers and laborers. In this book, you have three heroes from Maharashtra mm. who were part of the Tufan Sena okay. and the Prati Sarkar, which declared mm. independence from the British in 1943 mm. and held 600 villages in mm. Satara mm. for three years until 1946. And would not allow the British Raj to function. Mm. In fact, the leader of that got mm. very angry when I asked him about underground government. Mm. He was he was mad. He said, "Hamara sarkar to underground nahi tha. Waha satara mein British Raj underground gayi. We ran we ran satara. Captain Bhav. And in at the age 95, I see this man once again joining the Kisan Andolan. Wow." And I go and ask him, and this is the, the, the Kisan agitation that took place. Not the latest one, okay. the 2018 March. Okay. Sure. He started mm. protesting again in, in his village in Sangli. Mm. And I asked him, what are you doing here in the heat? You're 95 years old now. Mm. And he's, you know, he said, then also, freedom struggle. We stood for farmers and laborers. Now also I'm marching for farmers and laborers. Wow. So there's your so connection. Inspiring. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of, about the yeah. contemporary times, the book mm. in that sense. Mm -hmm. Sanket, in five years, mm. there will not be a single freedom fighter, a single human being who fought for India's independence will not be alive. Mm. How, many, uh, how many have been uh, interviewed in this? Or there are 15, 15 and one village, whole village, mm. but so you can make it. 16, 18, whatever. So essentially, for the benefit of our viewers, let's just tell you that this book is about people who participated in the freedom struggle, the foot soldiers, not the, not the big celebrated uh, freedom fighters that we uh, idolize, but the foot soldiers, uh, 17 or 18 of them left in this country, interviewed by P. Sainath in this particular book. So that's, that's the significance and importance of this book, that the freedom struggle belonged largely to these foot soldiers. In fact, uh, Mr. Sainath, I believe the 
Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi said it also in 1931 yeah. uh, that great men seem to be the cause of revolutions in the world. In truth, the people themselves are the cause. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the thing is also that there are maybe about 200, 300 around, mm. but many of them are no longer articulate, can't Correct. speak. Like in the Northeast, I couldn't do what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, so that was one thing that... They're, they're disappearing fast. Seven of those in the book have died since last September. Oh, God. Now, your next generation, mm -hmm. the current generation, will never get to see, listen to, speak, engage with someone who brought them independence. Mm -hmm. And every one of them would keep correcting me when I use the words interchangeably and tell me, but Captain Bhau of mm -hmm. the Tufan Sena, mm -hmm. he said, we fought for two things. Don't mm. confuse it. Mm. We fought for freedom and independence. Mm. We achieved independence. Oh, God. That's a very powerful statement. Yeah. And every one of them in different ways is saying it. Freedom is a much bigger thing. Yeah. Independence we so achieved. So you may be independent from a colonizer, but you may not attain freedom. Yeah. Very, very powerful thing to say. Yeah. And that's why I begin the book yeah. with it. Yeah. This is a very, very powerful statement. To and make. The, the other mm -hmm. ca characteristic about them is that they are pan-Indian. The social diversity mm. of what the freedom struggle was, I've tried in a small way to reflect it in the book. Mm. You don't read, when you read history books, you don't see ever a Dalit freedom fighter foregrounded. Mm. There were many of them. The Lal Sena in Vidarbha had a lot of them. The one who is in this book is sitting not a few hours from Delhi mm. in Ajmer. Mm. He is alive, he is in great shape, mm. he is 97, and he walks faster than I do. <laughs> and and Shobaram Geherbar, mm. and much of what he has to say factors in very beautifully into the somewhat irritating debates we are lost in. Mm. Gandhi versus Ambedkar, Correct. who was greater. I think, I think there is a mention of that in this book as well. Yeah, he says... The headline of his story is that mm. when I asked him, I bet he's a self-declared Gandhian. Mm. He also made bombs to throw at the British. And, and a Gandhian. <laughs> and, and he's an Ambedkarite follower. Um, yeah. I interviewed him in Ambedkar Jayanti. Mm. He said, Aapke paas jeep hai na? Mm. I said, yes. Yeah. He said, I want to garland the Ambedkar Murti. And then I, quaking, I asked him, how does someone like you, a self-declared Gandhian, choose between Gandhi and Ambedkar. Hmm. He said, you choose if you want to choose. Huh. I choose those principles of Gandhi that I like, I, I follow those. Correct. Those principles of the Ambedkar, Baba Sahib, hmm. that I admire, hmm. I follow those. Who is anyone to tell me to choose? This is very significant. Uh, Mr. Pa uh, Saina, do you feel that uh, we are uh, perhaps as we go along, in our understanding and build these ecosystems uh, are caught in uh, manufactured binaries whereas the people who actually fought the freedom struggle back then understood the nuances of each and every individual. You could not have put it better. There are one, one of the things that Telu and Loki Mahato from mm. Purulia are saying mm. and what Shobaram Geherwar from Ajmer said, mm. many of these things brought me home to the feeling mm that we should not pigeonhole these people. Mm. They were far more complex. They were open and susceptible to 
many influences the same shobaram gehrwar told me i want you to know maine dono nadi mein gaya gandhivat aur krantivat yeah and he's very and what stories they have to tell when he was underground his leadership sent him to mumbai to bombay and he's very proud of who hid him underground prithviraj kapoor that's the this this trivia about history uh this is the great beauty of it and and thus i come back to you know the point that i was asking you about how we have boxed ourselves into these Absolute, manufactured binaries absolutely. uh you must have heard of this latest debate around uh, savarkar uh, veer or mafi veer right uh, now i know for a fact that savarkar does not find any mention in this book uh, but what is your impression of the manner in which this debate is being carried out politically see i actually got to know i've been on in transit and travel mm. and i got to know about it after landing here mm. that some that mr rahul gandhi had made some remarks now my point is this that you can choose your savarkar mm. Mm. all complex all large characters were very complex in my understanding if i take the period till 1911 mm. then we have to say that at that time savarkar was a bona fide revolutionary mm. i accept that mm. i think so and i think that some of the writing before then remains interesting mm. to this day mm. it's also equal, that is fact and no one can take that away correct it is equally a fact mm. that after to after 1911 and his imprisonment he goes a very long distance in the opposite direction mm. and it's not i don't i think it's ridiculous to fight over um whether there was a mercy petition i think it's ridiculous the fact is they there in your national archives mm. the petitions that he wrote they are there mm. you can interpret them the way you want you can defend them the way they want but they are there as you said pick your own savarkar you pick your mm. savarkar from before 1911 mm. or after no, but then mr sainath uh, correspondingly you look at letters of uh, mohandas karamchand gandhi uh there was a time till the second boer war uh, 1899 where his letters were also signed off by saying i remain uh, sir your obedient servant maybe that was a way letters were written back then maybe but, not but but later uh, no. that language gandhi never used that's not so mm. in this it's what you're saying about gandhi's gandhi also evolved mm. okay he was he was not asking for uh, uh, purna swaraj mm. even at the time of jallianwala bag correct okay so that's that is an evolution mm. uh the same gandhi who spoke about trusteeship mm. in capitalism and in 1948 is telling in the interviews with louis fisher that uh, landlord zamindari land mm. ought to be taken and there's no question of compensation mm. it should be you know nationalized so to speak mm. or mm. distributed amongst poor people mm. so there is a, a difference here it's a very different direction the journey takes ah. it goes backwards mm. to being and then there is there are mercy petitions mm. and there are mercy petitions okay mm. now there are others like the founder of the desh bhagat yadgar hall in uh, in uh, jalandhar mm. the who wrote a mercy petition many of them, there were many guys in andaman who wrote a mercy petition mm. and within a week after they were released mm. were back to bombing british cantonments and railway stations and things like mm. that mm. the founder of the desh bhagat yadgar hall correct 
uh, he's, he's really, he writes a mercy petition saying, ill health, crowned, I can't do anything. But he did not write mm. offering to collaborate. He mm. did not write that. Mm. He did not say, I will bring young men mm. to the path of mm. the British Empire. Mm. These things he did not say. Mm. Mm. So I'm saying that you can have your beliefs, you can have your interpretation, yeah. Yeah. but these facts are irrefutable sure. and incontrovertible. Uh, Mr. Saina, again, going back to your book, uh, and we took a slight detour to the present-day controversy, uh, but also borrowing from this present-day controversy and putting this book into perspective, do you feel that we, while writing our history of modern, uh, or modern Indian history, have done somewhat uh, uh, a degree of injustice to these, these foot soldiers? That's why I wrote the book. <laughs> the book is written first and foremost for the people in the book, mm. that their stories be told. Mm. And I am saying that you and I and our younger generations, we need their stories mm. in order to better script our own. Well said. So that we know where we are coming from, mm. where there are many other controversies. Do you, like, do you think, Mr. Sainab, that will help us in uh, being less binary about our uh, freedom Freedom fighters. I think that it's also being less stupid in some ways. I took great offense at the lowering of the national flag for Elizabeth's death. You were honoring the symbol of the oppression of crown of 104 nations, mm. including your own, mm. a power whose, whose existence in your country saw 24 major famines, Tens of millions of people die, including three million in the last mm. famine. We didn't lower our flags when major freedom fighters died. Mm. But I mean, I, I take great that. Mm. But about the revision of history, mm. I think it is such a discipline that will always be constantly revisited. Mm. But are we doing it? Uh, are we doing maybe it enough? I think we are doing it too much in some ways mm. and not enough mm. in other ways. We are creating, you know, look... The are we art, attempting it politically? That's, that's my other question. My, my problem is that if you look at, yes, in the mm. sense that you look at the government's Azadi Ka Amrut Mahatsav website, mm. which I believe is part of an effort with a 110 crores initial budget, mm. I could not find, I could not find a photograph of a living freedom fighter. I could not find a video, a statement, a... Uh, a an article, look, I've got this, I've got a book out of their words, and they're around. True. Okay, I could not find one. You know whose photos are there, True. right? True. From gas cylinders to everything, mm. the same photographs. And they have section on forgotten heroes, mm. which seems to me to be politically very selective. Mm. 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 Uh, there is no Tipu Sultan, for mm. instance, mm. in that list. And the fact is that he was the one Indian prince who fought uncompromisingly the British invader to the death. Hmm. Uh, and you know the controversies over that in, uh, in Karnataka hmm. where an education minister has said we will do away with Bhagat Singh hmm. and replace hmm. Bhagat Singh in the textbooks with uh, and Bhagat Singh and Tipu Sultan hmm. and replace him with Savarkar. Hmm. I think that sparked the controversies that followed. Hmm. But you, uh, I think that you need to do a lot more about the exclusion of ordinary people. Mm. The people in this book, they are not the barristers or lawyers, 
like both Gandhi and Savarkar mm -hmm. were, etc. Foreign educated. None of that. Yeah. These are people include cooks, couriers, mm. homemakers, mm. forest produce gatherers. Mm. They include Dalits, Adivasis, Marathas, OBCs, uh, uh, Hindus, Muslims, Sikhs, atheists and believers. Mm. And that was that huge, rich spectrum of Indian of India. And all of them understood the nuance of the ultimate goal of freedom and independence, both at that time. And they they had the bandwidth. They understood it mm. in the last few years when I've been speaking to them, mm. and they've been insisting on it. And the other thing is, they understood the need to rise above our divisions. Mm. You know, they need. They understood the rise need to rise above our divisions, join hands, and fight against the imperial power. Hmm. That I think shows us something that you can do, that you can rise above yourselves. Hmm. It was the ordinary people of the country who hmm. did that. Hmm. Don't banish them from your history. Hmm. That's what this book is not about, Savarkar. It's not. Hmm. It's about how who who were uh, made. Hmm that independence possible, mm. who pioneered your freedom struggle. The Adivasis of this country, mm. the line I have put in this book is, the first to die for freedom, mm. the last to benefit from it. You know, within three years of the Battle of Plassey, Adivasis of Jungle Mahal were fighting the East India Company. Mm. For the next hundred years, the elites of this country were seeking accommodation, negotiating accommodation in the British Raj scheme of things, mm. the Adivasis never once compromised. Mm. They stood up and fought. Whole tribes were wiped out. Mm. This country, and this irritates me about that flag lowering, yeah. the British Raj, when it could not quell the Adivasis, created a law, the mm. Criminal Tribes Act. Mm. And 200 tribes, your Pardis, Pahadiyas, etc., were stigmatized. Mm. Mm. As these guys criminal are tribes, genetically yeah. criminal. Mm. Mm. You know, it was as, how was it different from the Nazi principles? Mm. Mm. Okay? Mm. Of, you, you know, genetic mm. uh, thing. It was, and for that, you go and lower your flag. Mm. To this, and this, according to you, is the difference between independence and freedom. Yeah. And also, mm. I mean, one of the differences, mm. Mm. but it's also important that they, they still suffer. Mm. The Pardis, no one will give a work to, no one will give a job, employment or work to a Pardi mm. or to a Pahariya in, uh, in Palamu. Mm. They're still seen as criminals. They've been stigmatized so severely. Mm. So I'm saying that, that their freedom has not been achieved. Mm. And what we have achieved instead is uh, appropriation in a very uh, crass, unnuanced way of the Freedom icons, there's politically. Al there's also a very big connection between you and me as journalists and these people. How so, sir? See, one. by the way, one of the guys in the book hmm. is, was a journalist. Wow. H.S. Doreswami. Mm -hmm. He died this, he died this uh, April hmm. in Bangalore. He was the guy involved in the major controversy with the uh, RSS minister who said he's a fake, fake freedom fighter, etc. Okay. When I went to see, when you go to, after that, any journalist going to see Doris Swami, he'd, what are you doing, sir? He'd say, I'd be, I'm writing my CV, you know, to, to show that I participated in the struggle. He started a newspaper 
while fighting the Mysore Maharaja mm. and he took out six titles for it. Mm. Okay, so that when they shut down one, the same paper continued the next day mm. under another title. Wow. He changed the title multiple times. Wow, wow. Hmm? Brilliant. And, and, and many, many, many wow. Indian journalists did that. Mm. Mm. All the way from here to Nepal, there were people who did that. Correct, correct. The tragedy is, Sanket, we are so distanced from our history. Mm. How many did our media tell people that in April this year, we saw the 200th year of Indian, real Indian journalism, the mm. 200th anniversary? Because we talk about Hickey's Gazette and all that crap mm. in the colleges and schools. Real Indian, Hickey was neither an Indian nor was he doing Indian journalism. He mm. was concerned with the East India Company, mm. it, the European community. Mm. 1822, mm. the first explicitly political opinion papers come with Raja Ram Mohan Roy, mm. with Mirathul Akbar, which was in Persia, not mm. in Bengali, mm. and Kaumudi Sangbad, mm. Sangbad Kaumudi. Mm. That tradition of journalism mm. And a man who was prepared to close his publication when they brought anti-press laws. Mm. He closed, shut down mm. Miratul Akbar. He was standing up, by the way, for a farmer, a riot called Pratap Narayan Das, who mm. was whipped to death. Mm. Look at what their, what their approach to ordinary people was. Mm. Look at what our approach to ordinary people I think people this is a, a, an absolutely eye-opening interview. Uh, and thank you so much for this book and also this interview because this just puts the uh, present day controversy around uh, freedom fighters, struggles, uh, their appropriation in such good perspective. Thank you so much for doing that, Mr. Peace. Thank you. Thank My you pleasure. so much for this Thank interview. you, Sanket. Thank you.